Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Queued Up. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of All Queued Up, your review podcast for streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, yada, 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 so on and so forth. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Maya Don Fisher and Betty Badger. How are you two been this week? Uh, I'm doing okay. How are you, Maya? Uh, I'm doing a lot better today. You know, I've had a busy, long, stressful week, but, you know, uh, other than that, things are good. Uh Nothing to complain about, thankfully. Uh, how about you, Greg? Things going uh, all right? uh, mostly, it was a very stressful week. Um, told both of you everything that went on with my dad, so that was that was fun. Um, but uh, I want to thank everybody for checking out the video of me eating the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Um, it's been fun, kind of seeing everyone's reaction this past week. Uh. Because most people are just like, I would never fucking do it. But um, also the the aftermath. That evening was rough. Because I had to go to the bathroom about four or five times. And each time it was lava. I'm so sorry. It was so bad. Um, Maybe you should have eaten the ice cream. That way you could have been like, come on, ice cream. Come on, ice cream. I did. It was the worst part. I fucking legitimately did eat the ice cream not too long after the podcast was over, or at least some of the ice cream, and it did not fucking matter. I should have eaten some fucking Tums is what I should have done, but I didn't even do that. So Maybe you should have rubbed some of that ice cream on your anus. I do. I could have used something, fucking something on my anus. It was bad. <laughs> um. Yeah, people, people have been asking me, like, like, what did it taste like? And I said it in the podcast, I said it in the episode, but the best way I can describe it is like a dirty corn chip. It does <laughs> not taste good. It really fucking doesn't. Um, I wish there was a better way to fucking describe it, but it was like, have you ever smelt the bottom of a dog's paw pad? If you know what that smells like, it tastes like that. So... Which some people were just like, how do you know what a bottom of a paw pad? I was like, you've never fucking like played with a dog and they stick your foot, their, their paw in your fucking face? Oh, yeah, but I never smelt their paw. I'm like, it's inadvertent. I'm not grabbing a fucking dog's paw and going, oh, that's the good shit. That doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't know, Greg. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, um, again, thank you everybody for checking that out. That was a lot of fun. Regardless of the pain, um, we all know that Maya really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's all right. You were fucking cracking your butt off. It's a good time. <laughs> all right. Why are you bringing up old shit? That was a week ago. Why am I bringing up old shit? <laughs> um, so uh, uh, we only have one thing to review today because uh, it's been a busy week, so... Uh, but it's going to be episode seven of Why the Last Man. Um, and then we'll probably just shoot the shit for a little bit to round out the podcast. So, uh, yeah. Um, you two ready to dive into this episode? I don't have my bathing suit ready. 
But okay, well, you can go skinny dipping. It's fine. Um, so episode seven Got of Why the Last Man. <laughs> so episode seven of Why the Last Man uh, leaves behind Hero. We don't we don't visit her at all. This is mostly about uh, York three fifty five and Allison Mann, and a little bit out with uh, York's mom in DC. Uh, so we only get two stories this 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 round. Um, York's story is fairly straightforward. 355 is sleep deprived and, uh, upon them finding an RV of some kind, um, 355 falls asleep at the wheel, crashing it, which then, uh, brings Yorick, Allison and 355 into this, I'm going to call it a small village of women that are kind of making a commune to keep things running. Um, and they immediately know that York is a, is a man, not a trans man. Um, that we'll get more into in a minute. But the uh, the other story with uh, with uh, uh, York's mom is that the two conservative women, essentially, with information from a few people, figure out that York Brown is alive, and that there's something going on there. Um, not gonna lie, that part of the story was a little boring, just a little bit for me. But because uh, I don't remember the characters' names, that's my biggest problem. I just don't remember their names. But the one that had the talk show, the one that's been the focus, uh, Kimberly. Kimberly, thank you. Her her uh, her mom is losing her fucking shit, um, and the woman that is from uh, that would have been president. But Regina she was in the, Oliver. Regina. Um, she's still trying to basically, in a roundabout sort of way, create a coup. She wants power, but it's not happening. So there's that. Uh, and then something terrible happens towards the end of the episode in regarding um, Kimberly. So we'll get to that. But... Um, Let's discuss the first half of the or the, the other half of the episode that has to do with York. Uh, yeah, we immediately see uh, a sort of a flashback with three fifty five. Um, she's having a she's she's very concussed. Um, she has all the symptoms of being concussed, and uh, her dream looks like it's her as an adult waking up in a forest. Which makes sense considering where they crashed, or like a backwooded area. And she comes up to a car full of people. And uh, what I'm gathering from that is that was her family. That again, as as I've stated, they're they're adding a ton to the story that does not exist in the comic. So you don't ever go into three three five's past in the comic. I mean, hell, I don't think you really go into any character's past in the comic. Um, well, they they allude uh, via a conversation her and Allison Mann have when they're in the cell together. Uh, when she's trying to ask her about her family, she's like, my family died in an accident when I was 12. Did not catch that line. So, you know, it's pretty safe assumption that that was her family. Okay. Because I mean, it was also a 12-year-old version of her that stumbled up to the car. 
Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, I was like, clearly those are kids' hands, but I couldn't tell if that's what they were going for or not. I was like, um. I mean, it felt fairly obvious that it was like a real event that was that traumatized her because she then, you know, wakes up and she's fine. Uh, well, fine because she, like, again, she's concussed. Um, but uh, yeah, Allison and, and three to five are in a jail cell essentially because uh, there's, there's like a prison nearby this commune, and uh, uh, York still continues to be a fucking idiot. Um. Basically letting them know that he's, uh, like, he confirms everything with them. Like, he doesn't know how to kind of lie, if you know what I mean. Well, well. she saw his uh, bitty bits, so she knows. Oh, I meant the, the, the other stuff, like. Like, he's actually traveling with a geneticist and yeah. that, you know. Supposedly, he is humanity's last hope, but he's not important, not important at all, which he kept trying to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of whatever else, like what else happened in that episode because I know that they said, uh, um, there was a hilarious scene in the jail cell where uh, 305 is telling York that there's no way that he could fight her or, or take her down or whatever. Cause she was talking about fighting them. Oh no. He was that. saying to her, you're in no shape to fight them. You can barely stand. You, there's nothing you could do. He said, I could take you right now. He, he essentially talked shit and challenged her. And you know, yeah. even though she's concussed and sick throwing up because of her nausea and everything, she still like playfully gets rid of him. It, yeah, you know, outmaneuvers his attempts and puts him in a chokehold. Right. It was fun. I didn't see it as that playful, but <laughs> I think she was. Oh, really I mean, did. she was definitely holding back, is what I mean by that. Yeah. Uh, like, could have killed him. Fully holding back. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, if, if she wasn't concussed, like, she would have tried to take out that woman that opened the jail cell door. And it would have been a problem, but um, yeah, I don't, I, like I'm I'm interested to see where this little plot goes a little bit because again, I haven't read the comic in a long time, but I generally don't remember anything like this happening in the in the comic. Like, I don't remember them going to a commune that was full of people who are trying to work together to to make a little like slice of life for themselves. But uh, the show, like I said, is adding a lot more anyway, so. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else happened in this in this particular plot point. I know that they're taking care of 355. They have her in a bed now, and she'll get back to normal. But I don't know. Any other thoughts about this this side of the story? Well, it's clearly that uh, the uh, one former inmate has definitely got a thing for York. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And I'm sure that's going to lead to a problem. Oh, of course. No doubt. Yeah, it's... it's I, I don't know, it's interesting that... Like I said, they know that he's an actual man. And they're just kind of okay with it and, and going with the flow on that. What are you going to do? 
Well, see, that's that's the thing. Is from my experience with the comic, there's always something worse that they're gonna do, and it might happen next episode for all I fucking know. But um, I was just kind of surprised that they were just like sitting with him outside, and that that he was able to go get like food and 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 hang out with everybody, and there was no issues around that whatsoever. Well, you know, they've already got. <clears throat> men running around for one thing you know uh i don't think it would be if you're not telling everybody you know this one was born with a penis you know nobody's gonna be checking his pants to see so true i also just figured that word would get out like in a small community like that like word spreads really fucking fast so that's my assumption but again well the entire community is made up of female prisoners. Mm-hmm. They they broke out. They they actually say, "What if they find out? What if somebody comes asking? You know, what happened to the people that lived here? What happened to the guards?" So, I mean, they've obviously done away with the small town that was there. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it there's definitely an hierarchy going on there. You know. And I'm assuming that Yorick is a need-to-know type of situation. And if you don't need to know, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think that it's it's quite possible that come, you know, next week, yeah, we're going to see some... They might try and pull some shit. We don't know. Right, right. Um, oh, they 100% they will. Like, like, it's like, you know, I don't remember which one of you said it, but the girl that wants to bang him. Uh, there's going to be problems that are going to come from that. 100%. And that's going to cause either mayhem or something worse. I don't fucking know, but nine times out of ten, the three of them will have to escape, and it'll be a fucking harrowing event. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, enjoyed the, I enjoyed that part. Like, I thought it was a lot of fun, so I don't know what to say about it, but uh, the second half of the episode is, like I said, it's about Kimberly um, and uh, uh, Yorick's mom in regards to uh, the soldiers coming back that 355 dispatched and telling them what they saw. Um, when, what's her name again? The older woman that's with Kimberly? Not her mom, but the... Um, Regina Oliver. Regina. Yeah, Regina's like telling uh, Kimberly about the, the meeting with that. And uh, she mentions the... the, the She mentions... Uh, ampersand. On your shoulder. And the fucking... Uh, Kimberly's mom just like fucking is immediately like... That's, that's what I saw that night. And that's when they figure out that York Brown is alive. Or at least they put two and two together I should say yeah that's when Kimberly put it together and then her whole fucking just outlook changed and she's now obsessed um, because she wants uh, and it seems like she wants to be the savior for uh not savior so much. She's just 
she wants to bring back men in such the worst way. Right. And now she's like, oh, no, he's alive. We, he's been chosen by God. God's got it. We've got to protect him. And now she's going to try to, I guarantee you, she's probably going to try to weasel information out of Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, York's mom to confirm that he's alive and probably try to help her in some way. Yeah. Do you think, uh, I can't remember the woman's name because again, bad with names, but the pregnant one, uh, Kristen, Christine, Chris, Christine. Do you think that they are going to let her give birth to a boy for the like writing of the show? Like, do you think that's going to be what's going to happen? I don't think so. Okay. I think she'll probably get an abortion and people will lose their goddamn minds. Yeah. I don't know, because I was thinking about that the other day that, you know, we, we have uh, Kimberly just, like, wanting to be a surrogate mother to the kid, like, so fucking bad. And it would be a wild revelation if she gave birth to a boy. So, I don't know. I was just throwing that out there, but... Uh, the, the the end of Kimberly's story for this episode has a pretty fucking rough ending. Um, but before we get to that, I do want to mention that um, Yorick's girlfriend, who he was trying to propose to in the first episode, uh, she shows up at the White House. The Pentagon. I'm oh, sorry, the Pentagon. My bad. I don't know why I kept saying that. I I go to the White House in my mind because that's where they are in the in the comic. Um, but yeah, it's the Pentagon. Uh, yeah, she shows up at the Pentagon gates and, and goes inside. And do you think there's something more there? Yeah. Did you not see Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Did you? I might've missed it. What, what are you guys talking about? After she came back out, she gets into a truck and she taught, she's talking to these two other women about how she got in They're They're planning some shit. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I did a... see that. I did, my brain didn't make the connection that that was bad, but I should have. <laughs> yeah, there's some Guy Fawkes shit. You getting a lot of fans with people, Greg? <laughs> I just need to know. No, damn it. No, I. You know, I. Uh, here's here's my problem: is when the previous scene had happened, which was with Kimberly's mom. Um, I kind of was like, "That's the end of the episode," and I started looking at my phone or something else. And I heard people talking and I thought, oh, it's no big deal. And I don't know why I should have been looking at the fucking screen with that part, but. Yeah, you should have. I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> I mean, and, you know, honestly, there there does come a point with the political stuff. Half the population is gone. Why are you standing out here protesting instead of being proactive and doing something? To make whatever little community you have left better. Because, God, it seems like a waste. I It does. It, and you're not wrong. I, I think that one of the big themes from the comic that they're bringing into the show is that, and something that I've always thought about when it comes to just human beings in general, um, there's a lot of illogical... I don't know what word to use there, but there's, there's a lot of illogicalness when it comes to how to handle this situation. Um, it, I well, don't think it's, it would, it's, it's unprecedented, you know, uh, and the fallout 
from its massive and yeah. really how do you pick everything up and just carry on as normal when there's so much that you have to do on the side you know i mean just body cleanup well uh, and that's the thing i don't think you can go on as normal and i think that a lot of these women are probably protesting out of they don't know how to begin to pick up the pieces so this is yeah, the, right right yeah you know, and it's it's really sad i mean it's like it, if the government that is in place now could do anything about it it would be to send put people together to help people build back small communities you know i have people who know how to do things like you know gardens and fix things and stuff like that team them up with a small community of women to teach them to be self-reliant and resourceful you know instead of not dealing with the fact that the world has changed and you have to go on. <coughs> and, I, and, and I think that's what I like about this show is there's a, there's that realistic angle to it where you're going to have people, whether it be men or women, just being so fucking lost that they don't know what to do. Oh, I and, know. And, uh, but because that's the thing. I feel like the government should be guiding them to do something productive and resourceful. And the government is not doing that. Instead, they're just letting them protest. So you should be sending people out there. You know, let's let's find some of the best handy women that, you know, we can find in all these areas and set them up. Let's set these women up with a local farm woman who can help them learn how to grow things for what they need in the interim. You know, it's like Jennifer would have been well-placed to go out and be like, look, things aren't going to go back to the way they ever were before, but we're going to hook you up with some people to help with your resources for now, give you something to do, help you be productive instead of worrying about the future and not doing anything productive and protesting instead, because protests work. This is not a situation where protesting works. Half the population's gone. You well, can't, protest you need to do something constructive well let me ask you this because i don't think you're wrong but i do think that it wouldn't matter too much i think you're still going to have people who are going to push back against that and want to protest or or going to protest in general um i think that trying to do that like especially this last year seeing how people have reacted to this the vaccine, the, the virus in general, like you're still going to have people that are not going to want to do that. And don't get me wrong. I think that there would be a lot of people that would still go with what you're saying, Betty, and a hundred percent be part of it. But I don't think you're going to get rid of all the protesters. I don't No, think you never you're... will get rid of all the protesters, but a majority of those protesters would, you know, they're looking for somebody to lead them. They're looking for somebody to tell them what to do. I think they you have a lot more faith in humanity idea. than I do. Well, you know, it's not really a faith in humanity. Numbers-wise, the people who are being stupid about all this shit we're dealing with are the minority. They just scream really loud. And they put it in your face every chance they can get. In this case, it would be the same thing. You would still have protesters. You'd have die-hard, you know, the aliens are coming protesters in this situation. But I do think that a majority would fall away from it because, you know, 
even in the back of their minds, they know they have to make do with what they have and prepare for the future. They're just waiting on somebody to help them because they don't know how to do it themselves. They need somebody to help them. You know, I mean, that that would be the thing if, you know, when half your world is gone and a lot of those people were doing the taking care of things for you or doing things that you couldn't do, you've got to have somebody step in and help you. I mean, you've not only lost people you love, you've lost a ton of knowledge, you know, uh, know how and things like that. You, you've got to help somebody pick up. You've got to have somebody to help you pick up the pieces. And I think that in this case, that's what a lot of these protesters would need. It's just somebody there to help them pick up the pieces for their community because they don't know where to start on their own. Does that make I, sense? Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, it makes it like you made sense from the get go. I was just sitting there thinking like, I don't know how much it would matter is all I'm getting at. Like, I think it would matter. I think, you know, even just trying to do it would be the biggest thing, you know, at least you're trying instead of just letting them all sit there and protest instead of trying to get them back in their communities. You know, I, we don't see any talk about that in this show yet. We don't see any address of the protesters really, you know, and how to help them because that's why they're protesting. They need help. They want help. They want the government to do something. We'll do something. You know, send people out there to help them rebuild their communities because you're never going to have the same government again. It's what just I think not going to happen. Is that, what I think is funny is that not a single person has even remotely mentioned it. Like, um, uh, not just you know Yorick's mom, but like anybody who who's helping or 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 you know in the in the Pentagon has has mentioned doing anything like this. They're yeah. just. And that's one thing that, you know, I wish they would address because those people out there at those gates, that's us in this situation. You know, that's the people who are not part of the government. That's the people who are not part of, you know, these already tight knit communities or groups of women that can make something from nothing. These are people who are lost, you know, and they don't know how to fend for themselves. And they're literally asking for help. Well, we have seen, yeah, I was like, we, I mean, we have seen quite a bit uh, of, of characters who can fend themselves and, and teach others around them. And, and uh, so it's very possible that that's a thing that can happen. Um, I, I will say that there's one aspect to this apocalypse that stands out to me a little bit more uh, cumbersome than other apocalypses. And that's, you know, like, no way to create more humans at the moment, you know? Um, That's an issue. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be like, it's kind of like that movie Children of Men. Yeah. So, but. Uh, and it's, you know, you've also got the added downfall of all the livestock that were lost. Right. All the right. food sources that were lost simply because they had the XY chromosome set up. You know, that that's going to do another double whammy on the population because now you're left with a very limited food supply. You've got to learn how to farm different, eat different, think different, you know, and a lot of these people are just lost and they need help. That's again, what do, why do we protest in the first place is because we want to change things to make things better for us. We need help. You know, it's like when the 99% was protesting 
is because we need help. It, it wasn't to, you know, oh, screw you, government. It's because we need help. We are the people. We need help. And nobody's addressing this at all in the show. And I hope they do in the future. I think part of it definitely has to do with uh, kind of a panic state. It's 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 only been a couple months, like what three months now since the pan since it started, roughly. Um, yeah, give or take. So I think that there's still a lot of like, there's still a lot going on that isn't what you're talking about, and I think that a lot of the characters aren't definitely are not thinking from that perspective at all at the moment. I mean, I mean, shit, the fucking Pentagon is still functioning like there's a real government, and to me, in this case, there's not. There just isn't a real government. They have a skeleton so. crew. Because yeah. there weren't that many women in government to begin with, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean. I think in a few I, months from the scenario, they'll definitely go into that. Like, that'll definitely be a thing. But definitely right now, I don't think that. Because to me, it's still very realistic in, in regards to that. It's still very. Uh, still very normal or like what what i imagine would happen in this scenario um like like you're not you're not wrong on the government needing to help them and 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 teach them and all that kind of shit you're not wrong on that i'm just trying to justify why it hasn't happened yeah i mean you know i i get you do have you have to prioritize certain things like you know making sure you get the nuclear power plants under control that's a priority getting rid of the dead bodies that's a priority you know but <clears throat> At some point, you start having to delegate resources to helping the people because it doesn't matter if you fix all the nuclear power plants if your society's gone to shit, you know? Right. You got to have something to fix those nuclear power plants for. And, you know, yeah, I think wanna... we, we definitely talked about that when uh, York's mom was trying to get that woman to bring the power plants back up. Um it became a point of like, why, you know, like what, to what extent is that going to help for a few months, you know? So. Well, and that's the thing. There's plenty of women out there who could do the job. They just have to be trained, you know, right. and priorities. Where are you putting your money and why? I mean, I'm not in that situation. I can't say, or it must be done this way. I'm just saying if I were in that situation, one of the things I would be doing is trying to hook people up with a person who can help them learn how to be self-reliant. Whether or not that's doable, I don't know. But that would be one of my top things to think about. True. I mean, we've clearly seen that with the smaller communes. And I think that, um, I think that's why we had such a strong intro into York's mom's character. You know, she was thrust into this role and does not know how to lead straight the fuck up. I'm sorry to say that. Like, she just doesn't know how. No, she's she not is, harsh enough. No, she's winging it the fuck, like winging it hard right now. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fascinating. Like, I think that's where I'm going to go right now. Like before we get to the, the finishing up and giving it a grade, what are your, are your thoughts, both of you on, on the progression of the show at this point? Like, do you think it's going too slow? Do you think it's going the right pace? Um, 
Because I personally think it's going a bit slow. But that's just me. So I think it's going at a the, the pace it should go. I mean, I don't think it's too slow. I don't think it's too fast. They're, this is giving us a glimpse into those societies that aren't at the Capitol, that can't go and protest every day, how they're managing to pick up the pieces. You know, it's like this week it was the um, former prisoners. And what they have set up looks pretty damn good, you know. But I don't know what it was before. And then we've got the Amazons who look tempting but are really not not who you want taking over when the male apocalypse happens. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it's, I like it. I think it's perfectly paced because it's giving me an introspective into how the rest of America is dealing with this. So what about you, Maya? Well, I, I enjoy the pacing. Um, you know, it, it allows you to, Take it in, process it, think about how you would be in that situation or how you would prefer that situation to go. Um, personally, I'd just, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. I don't know how to farm sandwiches. I, I just, you know. But when your uh, uh, coffee machine broke, you didn't know how to brew coffee without a coffee machine. So there's that. <laughs> You know, it was early. I didn't, I hadn't had any coffee that morning and my brain couldn't brain. I legit was in a panic and I was like, honey, go get a coffee maker now. <laughs> and, you know. Still. But, um, no. We, 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 we now keep a backup coffee pot on hand at all times. Uh, we have a little one cup maker for emergencies. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. Not bad idea. Uh, I was going to say, I, I was just thinking about this, buddy, but uh, you were mentioning like the, you know, being a leader and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, we've seen better leaders already in the show than the ones that have been thrust into the leadership fucking point. I think my biggest, also my biggest fear is that like for the, for the characters is uh we have characters that are trying to politicize the whole situation and not, you know, understand the, the problem at hand. So that's a concern as well. Um, yeah, I think the, the what I was getting at earlier about my, my position on the pacing of the show is that um, we have three stories going on right now. And the show does this thing where it likes to leave one behind every episode. Or try to tell all three in a very short amount of time. Um, it's not that I dislike that. I'm just not the world's biggest fan of it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Hold on a second. Um, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess you know when you read a comic, you're able to read it as quickly as you want. Um, yeah you create the pace for that and the show's going at a, at a much slower pace than I'm used to. So 
that's, I think, one of the reasons that, like, because this week, and, and it could be just because all the shit I was dealing with, but I kind of forgot that the episode was out until you texted me about it, Maya. Like, straight up. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta fucking watch that. So. Yeah. I th- well, you had a lot on your plate this week. and But I, d- I did it last week, too. I forgot about it last week as well. Like so was, do you think that speaks more to how much the show appeals to you? Or do you think it's just with everything that you've had going on? Because you've had a lot going on. I didn't have as much going on last week as I did this week. Like, I should have remembered it. but Because last week, I, rem- I definitely remember to watch why, uh, What If. I know that I have a stronger appeal towards Marvel. And I don't, I'm not saying I dislike Wild Last Man. That's not what I'm getting at at all. I just think that and, and it could also very well be my mindset, like my the way that I view a, a program or something that um, it's pacing. Why the last man's pacing is just a little slower for me than it is for other people. Um, that 100% just could be the case. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I genuinely don't know. Uh, but. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have a reason or explanation behind it. I just. I think that coming off of like Midnight Mass and coming off of uh, What If and and other shows like this one this is definitely a slow burn. And very much a slow burn. I think it's quite possible this one just doesn't tickle your fancy in the way that you know what if does you know it's not that it's a bad show it's just right. it doesn't grab you like you know what if does because exactly i do that with shows and I'm, I'm i would say you know some of the shows i watch they're not bad but i will definitely forget you know what day they come on and i might have two or three episodes to catch up on by the time i get around to it again <laughs> so you know yeah. it just happens that way right right that then that's 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 what i'm trying to get at is like um I'm really interested to see where the story goes. I'm really interested to see where the characters go, but I think the 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 like the pacing I I get distracted real easily. Like my brain just wanders, my mind just wanders. And and you could be right, Maya. I've been dealing with a lot lately. And that could be the the big reason, but also uh I I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's hard to explain. It, I, I'm, I'm trying to make it make sense because I think the show is good. I'm going to jump ahead just slightly here. I give this episode a solid B. It's it's it was it's good. Um, I don't dislike it. I think that it's it is exactly what it needed to be. What it needs to be. Um, it's just. There are scenes, there are shots in the show where they're going into hard character study and, and trying to make things like when 355 and Allison Mann are in that prison cell talking, I can't describe to you how much my mind just starts to wonder. It just starts I can't to imagine, I, 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 I understand that because you didn't key on the fact that she told her that her family was killed in a car wreck when she was 12. Exactly. Like, I, I'm not playing a video game. Genuinely, like, I was, I was just sitting here at my desk eating food, watching it. And eating food makes me pay more attention. So, again, I do not have a reason why I do that. It just, it's just a thing. So, but yeah. And and for anybody wanting to watch it, watch the watch it. It's great. Like, 
there's nothing wrong with the show. I think there's something wrong with me. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I I don't know what else to say in regards to that. Um, when uh, like last week, last week's episode had my attention a lot stronger than this week's. Uh, I was fascinated with what was going on with Hero and what was going on with Yorick. Um, I paid way more attention last week than I did this week. And again, I watched this episode well after what I was dealing with. I, you know, like, like everything was sort of done and I was just kind of, I was just chilling, That's watching cool. it. So I don't know. 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 Well, what? Well, go ahead, uh, Betty. What? What? What grade do you give it? And thoughts? I, I definitely give it a B. I mean, you know, again, it is a good show. Um, it's not like wham bam in your face kind of stuff, but it's a good show. It's a nice slow burn. Um, doesn't really bother me. Uh, again, I think it's interesting seeing how the different communities operate and under what standards, and you know, we get to see a little bit of dirty laundry every now and then, so that's fun. Um. And again, I do like the fact that they're addressing the political side of this because it is something that would need to be addressed in this situation. Right. Um, I wish they would do more with it than just centering around the fact that, oh, York is Jennifer's son and all the women's don't like it. You know, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's so much more to the political side to this. You know, and it's like, I don't know. It, I'm just waiting on the epic rap battle between Jennifer and Regina to go down. It's insane, but you know, it's a good show and I'm curious to see what will happen next week. What about you, Maya? Uh, I'll give this week's episode a B as well. Um, I thought we got some really good character development, uh, especially between Allison Mann and 355. Uh, we saw, you know, the return of Beth and what possibly could this mean? I mean, you know, it looks like they're wanting to destabilize what fragile government they have. Uh, and how did she get radicalized in all this over the past, what, three fucking months? Um, you know. Uh, Wasn't she already a bit of an activist to begin with? Yes. So yeah, that yeah. But, you know. I still want to see, you know, what led to it. Hopefully we get that. Um, we, uh, we see Kimberly is now completely entirely alone because her mother uh, committed suicide at the end of the episode. Uh, and I thought it was a nice touch that the showrunners uh, put up a bumper at the end. You know, if you or you know anyone that is struggling with suicidal thoughts you know contact this number here reach out get help uh that's a nice thing to put up uh, and uh you know because there were some dark moments uh and very uh good character development once again i think uh it was just yes it was slow paced but after last week i think we needed a little bit slower pace uh, and I'm curious to see where it goes, but yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, I, like I said, it's it's uh, like we established, it's definitely a slow burn show, and I think that's part of my personal problem with it. Uh, I kind of get distracted with that kind of stuff really easily. I don't know. I, Blame it on your ADD. I can. I, I should, but uh, I don't know. Like like with with uh, Midnight Mass, like I, I never it never happened, and I felt like that show also had a very slow start. It it was also a slow burn. So, so well, yeah, when it did uh, burn, boy, did it burn! Oh, it burned bright. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, one of the uh, things, one of the things I I I didn't notice uh, watching it, but somebody pointed out on TikTok, by the way, was uh, when um, uh, Joe, the fuck's his last name? The the drunk, the town drunk, when they mm-hmm. when when his dog was poisoned, um, mm-hmm. you see a red dress by the hot dog that's dropped in front of the dog and it's Bev King's dress. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I knew it was her. I knew it was her. Like who didn't know it was her, but they totally fucking show it to you right away. I was like, Oh wow. I didn't notice that. But, um, uh, yeah. Like I think one of the things about why that's that I, that I'm fascinated in is, is how they're going to tell the story. Cause I know the comic, I know where it's, I know where it ends. I know how it ends, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm, I'm hoping that they bring from the comic that I thought was really cool. And in, in the, sorry. Yeah. I thought that was really cool and I want to see them bring it to the show. So I'm fascinated where that's going to go and I'm still enthralled. I'm just missing details because the, the, the pacing of it is making my brain not want to pay attention. So that's that's my only complaint is the pacing is a little slower than I want it to be. But uh, with people who don't have my, you know, the same ADD I have, I totally get how you're not doing that. So I don't know what else to say. Watch the show. It's good. Like, I'm not I'm not deterring the show. Watch it. It's good. I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. We don't, like I said, we don't have a second thing that we're going to review because really wasn't anything this week and we all had busy weeks, or at least I did. Um, but uh, do we just want to kind of call it early? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Um, I know next week we've got the eighth episode of Why the Last Man lined up and nothing else, but if that changes, as always, you know, we can if we update it, we will update it via our social media links, which you can follow down below. Yeah, we before we were recording, I swear to God there was like something coming out this Friday, and there just isn't, as far as I can tell. So, but they, there's always like surprise drops. There's always something that we're like, oh, that's a thing. I know that next next month we're gonna have quite a bit. Um, I think next month is when the Hawkeye show comes out, so that's a thing. Uh, which I believe that's only six episodes, but um, but yeah, like like Maya said, we'll try to keep you guys updated so you can watch along with us and tell us how wrong and tell us tell me how wrong I am with my review. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, he, that, do- that- he doesn't eat hot shit every week. No, though. Apparently, Pocky has another challenge, and it's tied to uh, um, Pizza Hut, where you they give you a packet with like a really, really fucking strong hot sauce that you put on a piece of pizza, 
And then um, there's something else. It's, uh, oh my God, hold on. Let's see, Pizza Hut, Paw, Pocky Challenge. Um, if I can find it. But Yay, I thought if I had known that, I actually got a personal pan last night for dinner. I ought to have tried that shit. Oh, sounds like hot as shit. Um, am I really going to Reddit to fucking find this one? <laughs> well, regardless. Yeah. I, here, I'm going to open up TikTok and see if I can't find the hashtag on it. Um, but uh, but it looked like it looked hot, and, and I already got one message from somebody saying, like, you could try this. And I'm like, I did it because of the anniversary, our fourth anniversary. Not because I thought it'd be the funniest fucking, I mean, it's funny, but come on, people. You know me better than that. But anyway, uh, regardless, let's let's go ahead and wrap this puppy up. Um, if I can figure ah. out the fucking thing, too, I'll, I'll bring it up next week. Um, next week, uh, we're, we're just, like I said, we're just going to review Why Less Man Episode 8. And if we add something else, you can follow us on all our socials, which are listed below. We'll post it there if we can. Um, also, uh, check out our merch store. Uh, fall season is chilly. Winter's coming up. Uh, and I believe we have stuff on there for winter. Um, I believe there's sweaters and beanies. I could be fucking wrong, but you are. Maya, I am wrong? Okay. Fucking hey, Son of a bitch. Um, hoodies. hoodies. Okay. There you go. There's no but beanies on there? There are, but our logo, to put it on the beanie, it has to be in a completely different format, and oh. I haven't been able to get it worked out yet. So. Well, if we get it worked out, We'll uh, we'll advertise it on our socials and then and then go buy one, go get one. God damn it! Uh, also check out our YouTube channel. That's where you can watch me eat the uh, hot chip. Um, you can see my reaction to it instead of hearing it. Um, oh, and as of today, uh, the RSS feed for the podcast is integrated into Facebook, so you can actually listen to the show directly on Facebook now. Oh shit! There you go. Didn't know about that. Awesome. Well, that was something that happened during the show, actually. While we were recording, I got the email, so I went ahead and set it up. Fucking awesome. Well, that's that's rad. So uh, if Facebook doesn't die anytime soon, because... Um, Facebook's not going anywhere. No, I know, but it's it's that... What happened that... that um, was it last week that it happened, that it went down for like six hours? The day before, or the week before, and it was about week before. twelve hours. God, that was funny. The internet was losing its shit. Um, but uh, but yeah. So you can check it out on Facebook now. I don't have anything on my notes. So Maya, where can folks find you? I think find me on Facebook under my name. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, it's a public profile on Facebook. They're linked there. Just follow the links. You'll find me. Uh, if you want to catch me on other shows, um, on three, uh, involved with three shows on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Every Wednesday on alternating Wednesdays, one Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, Figure Bangin', a live-action figure review show. Uh, this past episode, we looked at the HasLab Marvel Sentinels, 27-inch monstrosity that it is. Uh, very cool-looking figure. Um... 
Every, the alternating Wednesdays, you can find me on uh, Shelf Gravy, either painting or building something. Uh, it's a instructional, interactive, uh, pass the time and chill kind of show where we talk to the chat and just show off what we're working on. And if anybody asks for techniques or advice or tips, we offer it. Uh, and then every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, Nerd Life Syndicate, where we cover the latest in the pop culture and entertainment industries across various mediums, uh, movies, television shows, comics, toys, etc. Um, but yeah, that's everywhere you can find me. And what about you, Betty? Where can people find you? Hi, you can find me on Facebook under Betty Padgerable Tree, and you can find me on Bright Betty. Uh, on Twitter at Bright Betty, um, go on over there and check out what I've been doing for Inktober, and uh, that's it. What about you, Greg? Uh, you can find me on all socials under Trub Rock Geek, uh, and uh, Anthony and I are going to start doing some stuff here soon. So go check out Mission Start Podcast and Mission Start Tube on YouTube. Um, there should be stuff there soon. Um, also, want to point out that the I found the challenge. It's not Pizza Hut. I was wrong. It's Seven Eleven. It's a slice of 7-Eleven gross-ass pizza with their 11-pepper sauce. A, um, you have to eat a whole bag of Pocky ghost chips and then drink an entire liquid death, which is just seltzer water. Um, uh, well, I don't have a 7-Eleven within about six hours of me, so I can't do that one. I have one that's really close. And I'll tell you what. We're at 46 subscribers on the YouTube channel. When we get to 100... I'll try that challenge. Oh. So get us to oh. 100 and it'll happen. I'll make a post about that. There you go. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's that. And if the challenge goes away before we hit 100, I'll figure something else out. I'm sure that there's other fucking stupid hot challenges that I can do or whatever. Well, there is that stupid punishment challenge from our bet that I've never cashed in on. Yeah, I don't want to eat redneck fucking poutine. So there's that. It's gross, sir. <laughs> you hate it. Yucko. Uh, yeah, that was a long ass time ago. Hopefully next year we can do the uh, summer movie wager. I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. But I also put it off this year just because, you know, it's who the fuck knows what's happening with the theaters nowadays. Um in terms of yeah. money making so but uh but yeah that's gonna that's gonna be it everybody that's that's all we got this week hopefully next week we have a movie we can add on it is october so maybe i'll throw in a fucking spooky movie we'll see we'll see i don't know like cool. like i know halloween kills comes out uh tomorrow. tomorrow yeah but i still need to watch the first one so and i don't know when i'm gonna be able to do that today. but <laughs> uh, yeah i could do it today i could watch that today Betty, are you? Would you be cool with doing Halloween Kills if you've what? seen the first one? I have not. I don't even know what you're talking about. They so they kind of. It's not a remake. It's like a continuation. But in 2018, they came out with Halloween, and um, and now they're the the sequel is coming out called Halloween Kills, and it comes out tomorrow. So, and Maya and I are gonna watch it. And I was just gonna throw it out there that if we were all to watch it, we could review it. But uh, let me check it out. Okay. But that's a that's that's a maybe, but like I said, we'll let you guys know on the social medias, on on the Facebook, on the on the Twitters, on the Instagram. Well, maybe not Instagram per se, but 
the other ones definitely but um yeah that's it and that's all i can't think of anything else to add uh yeah all right see you guys next week yeah, peace love and polypops take care everybody